getting ready. I'm going to do it anyway just to get these voice notes down. Probably be absolutely unusable, but while I still remember, I'm going to digest some of my thoughts about being in New Jersey. Meanwhile, I'm getting ready, so ASMR on the sound of makeup being applied to my face. I'm trying to channel Adriana from The Sopranos because I am in New Jersey. Yesterday, I ticked something off the bucket list. I went to Tony Soprano's house. Oh, sorry, not just Tony. Let's credit the rest of the family, the entire Soprano family home. It wasn't just Tony's house, let's just say that. Yeah, good throwback to the Sopranos. I think we got a bit confused at one point and thought we were staying close to the shore. Sadly, we won't be able to go down to the boardwalk. I actually didn't engage with Jersey Shore like that, despite what my personality would have you think. My sister's very obsessed with that show and I can tell that if I start, I will be too. I did work briefly at a touring company that toured Paulie D when he was DJ and he used to lift weights on stage, but unfortunately I started after that tour, so I missed out on it. So it turns out that it's about a two and a half hour commute to the shore and then the weather is just shocking and it's raining and humid and we made an executive decision not to do it, unfortunately. So you know what, there will be another time us to do that hopefully by then I'm actually like a proper super fan the way I should be and we can have that experience with the wider fam. Harry booked an Acom out in West Orange I think that's where we are thinking that it would be in the countryside or a farm or something like that looked like there was a bit of nature out here but turns out it's just a bit more suburban out this way it kind of reminds me of like the deeper eastern suburbs of um, Melbourne where like a lot of the Italian families are, which makes a lot of sense if we are in New Jersey, which famously is known for a lot of yeah cultural significance towards television, most notably, more for me anyway, The Sopranos, which are very much in my top list of TV shows, that golden era of HBO. I'm sure everyone listening to this can relate. Definitely one of the most iconic arguably like the most iconic television show of all time and it is really interesting to be here i think i've talked about this before about being almost like omnipresent kind of watching things through a computer or through social media or through television um, with a lens that feels familiar but isn't quite the same but it is cool to be here and, and see it and feel it and see those micro nuances that you don't get to see when you're looking at things two-dimensionally little things like sounds smells behaviors just a wider perspective on like the kind of people that are in these towns definitely seeing the sopranos influence around here even just like being out here in more of the suburbs last night we went out to an area called montclair which apparently is a very um, wealthy suburb and quite diverse too which was cool um definitely had a bit of a beach town vibe even though i don't know where the water is it feels strange that we're so close to new york you can definitely feel the new york influence too but it isn't New York, which is also strange. Having just been in Europe and gone to Italy for the first time, I can definitely, I have a reference point now for Italian community beyond like the experience that I had growing up around a lot of Italian families, having a lot of really close and best friends that are Italian. I feel very close to the culture, whether it's through the familiarity of just being exposed to it, but also like the family values. It's very similar to Filipino culture in that way. And I think that's why I've always got along with other Italian people related to Italian films and TV shows. My favorite food has always been Italian food. I think I was in grade two, we did debate once in class and we had to vote between pizza and McDonald's. Unfortunately, despite my rallying, we did not win for pizza, um, which I didn't take that loss very 
well but look I was a fighter and I was a bit of an activist in that way in primary school later joining junior school council becoming vice sports captain and then somehow wrangling school captain which is funny but yeah this reminds me of the suburbs where I grew up definitely reminds me of a lot of other neighborhoods near where I grew up so I can see how a family like Tony Soprano's and the wider mob could be from here later today we're gonna go into Newark <laughs> Newark I don't know my accent doesn't allow me to pronounce these things properly and this is the area where they would go around the show and you know go look at Pete's land and um, Butterbing's obviously not actually there and a lot of places like pork store apparently is now demolished I think it's probably apartments as per everything but we'll see what we can find I'm keen to just check out some of the locals see what some of the local businesses are how things have evolved obviously that The Sopranos was filmed in like the late 90s early 2000s so time has changed I think it went into the 2000s I can't remember exactly the timeline but yeah it'll be interesting to see how things have changed if at all beyond like the clear gentrification of apartments coming up and the internet really being prevalent it'll be nice to see that firsthand yeah it's very serendipitously i don't know what compelled me to look it up once i realized i was like why does it sound familiar and that's like, oh my god the sopranos so i went and looked up some locations i don't remember the name of the actual site i think it's literally sopranos locations to link it out it had a, a list of all the different spots and then i just you know was drawn to looking for Tony's house or sorry the Soprano family home and came to realize it was actually closer to here than anywhere so I can't imagine a lot of people would trek out here without intentionally trekking out here yeah I managed to get there in an uber which took about 12 minutes drove through the suburbs definitely some nuances that I picked up were the family homes they were very very large large pieces of land with definite families lots of rooms a bit more secluded out into deeper suburbs into almost like oh, I never know what to call it I don't know if it's bush or whatever but it definitely felt like an area that a mob boss would <laughs> live in you know I saw a couple of things like an American flag and an Italian flag with a basketball hoop in the courtyard I thought that was it could have been the soprano home um even that one so yeah it was cool we had a look around definitely looked like suburban America lots of television shows my sister described it as having like a mystic energy which a mystical energy sorry um which always reminds us of things like vampire diaries or pretty little liars or desperate housewives definitely like suburban fantasy i read an article with cowgirl clue was kind of talking about that suburban fantasy in the midwest and middle america and stuff and i definitely feel that out here even though we're so close to new york i think it was like 20 minutes on a train so that was cool to see yeah as we were pulling up i definitely started getting shivers yeah, I've been a big fan of the show for a long time, as per apparently a lot of people that I know feel similarly. I started a new Instagram because I forgot all my logins and I'd been offline for about a year or two. But yeah, a lot of my friends were kind of geeking. It's one of those things, like even friends that are from here, from New York or America, probably wouldn't even make the trek. You know, it's kind of like you're never a tourist in your own city like that. And it's always strange when someone from literally the other side of the world somehow finds themselves there, which is pretty strange. Can't believe it happened, to be honest. A couple of years back, I think the house in 2019 was put up for market on the market for sale. They started back then at 3.5 mil. So I don't know what that's worth now with everything that's happening with interest rates and inflation and blah, blah, blah. So it's probably worth quite a bit now. I think at the time there was some controversy, not controversy, just some conversation around the fact that it was going for a lot more than what other houses were in the neighborhood, which were going for about one to two mil. But they were like, there's in intangibles that you can't put a number on 
obviously being such an iconic property featured in such an iconic show so yeah it, i don't know who owns that house now but it was there 14 aspen drive if you ever want to check it out i'm sure they're used to it apparently when james genoffy passed away people are leaving flowers and notes for him i'd imagine when the many saints of new york came out people it probably just triggered up a bunch of people to go there again they've actually got a facebook page that you can check into i think it's had about 1200 visits which is surprisingly low um i didn't check in on facebook so i wonder if that it's just one of those situations but it's definitely got a little fandom even a couple of days ago someone uploaded a picture first thoughts once we started pulling into the driveway was yes i got the flutters it felt a bit like being a kid when you go to disneyland or somewhere like that for the first time it's just like overwhelming genuine excitement to see something actually exists and it, i think especially again coming back to being from australia just nothing seems real I just remember the first time I went on the internet and started talking to people on AIMChat and Yahoo Chat and ICQ and realizing that these Americans I'd seen on TV were real people or based on real people and that it almost felt like I could reach into a computer or reach into a TV screen and interact with them and that was so surreal at the time and it felt a little bit like that. We pulled up, kind of jumped out of the car, Harry and Jay hopped out with me to take some photos which was really nice. Got a bunch just doing different poses in front of the driveway I got a bit nervous there's part of me that wanted to run up the driveway run into the front yard see the front door run out the side see the window and meadow snuck out for the first time or run up and see the pool the infamous pool where Tony sees the ducks but you know much like the time when I first came to America and saw Steve Carell and all these thoughts also ran through my mind as like a longtime fan of the office I would risk it all for you know like I wanted to give Steve Carell a hug and I realized you know that's probably a bit unhinged and maybe a violation of his human rights so I didn't do it thankfully but I often think about that moment and that was kind of similar I was like would I be willing to get arrested for trespassing in order to say these things and didn't do it kind of just like got my photos and went but it felt strange to pull up in a car up to that driveway much like the opening sequence of the Sopranos credits which, you know, you watch so many times over the years on TV or then when you're watching the box sets or the reruns. When I was flying to London a couple of years back before the pandemic really kind of sunk in, I remember watching the whole of season one again. It still hits every fucking time. Another funny thing is actually went to London on this trip and I found a book in a thrift store in London called Difficult Men, written by Brett Martin. It has a bunch of bylines here, some being... New York Times, New Yorker, Esquire, Vanity Fair, Bon Appetit, etc. Currently a contributor GQ at the time of publish. David Thompson's quoted as saying it's one of the smartest books about American television ever written and it kind of dives into the late 90s and early 2000s TV. Obviously the major players being The Wire, The Sopranos, Mad Men, Deadwood, The Shield, Six Feet Under. Yeah, I found this book. I was planning to read it, been flicking through it and then obviously after seeing Tony's house, oh sorry, I keep saying that, Sopranos house. I started reading this and I'm instantly hooked. Starts with the prologue saying a quote from Tony Soprano, you think it's easy being the boss? Yes, good statement. I'm very excited to dive into that, particularly after heading around to some of the additional spots if I can see any today. It is currently raining, so we're just waiting it out, waiting out the storm. I think we'll be able to leave soon, so I'm just doing my eyebrows and doing this pod in a bathroom with my strange contraption that I've made to hold Mike and hope for the best. I don't know how this audio is going to come out, but let's let's see. Yeah, 
was fucking sick to go there and experience that. These are just those things that don't seem like much, but there are going to be people that are just as big of fans as me or bigger uh, and not get the opportunity. So I'm very thankful to have taken this little sabbatical, a little trip around America with my partner and my sister and getting to have these different moments. I mean, just the other day we were literally in Philly and somehow made it to a rally uh, where Bernie Sanders was speaking and was standing like two meters away from him. He tweeted and posted on Instagram a photo of the crowd and you could see me, Harry and Jay's hair in the corner, which was really surreal. Like, I don't know why there is a photo that exists with us, with Bernie. I mean, Harry's been obsessed with him for the longest time. And, you know, Bernie was really my introduction to politics on a level where I actually gave a fuck. We were lucky enough to be here for the 2016 election. Um, and that's actually very significant in our timeline as a couple. So... It was cool to actually have an opportunity to see him because by the time we got here, I think he had just gotten kicked out of the race. And I remember seeing it quickly change at that time. But yeah, it's super surreal to be here. Very excited to see what else come across. There is a point in this trip where we are making the trek across via a three-day train from New York up to Chicago and across to Seattle because I'm absolutely determined to go and see Twin Peaks. Our friend Bronte and Thanos went there and it looked amazing and I've always wanted to do it so we're going to do it. Debated whether we should stay there for the night. I was like you're going to get absolutely scared. Not a lie. Definitely would. So we're not going to be doing that. We'll just be driving in from Seattle and then we're actually going to do a four-hour trek to go to Forks, Washington because obviously as a Twilight fan that's absolutely essential. So somehow this is turning into the TV tour of America. I mean, I'd had Scranton, Pennsylvania on the list, and then we were thinking about Pittsburgh. Didn't quite work out um, this time around. We did go to DC, and everything to me just seemed like an episode of Veep. Obviously, there'd been a million movies set near the White House, but particularly um, Veep (laughs) spoke to me, very aligned to The Office, very aligned to Parks and Rec. Everything really does feel like a TV show in this country. So yeah, it's been fun. Going to see the Sopranos family home at the moment is actually making me reflect a little bit on my family. Obviously, kind of currently dealing with grief, my family being together back home to celebrate the life of a late Ted Bing. As I mentioned earlier, I do feel like Italian culture and Filipino culture are very, very similar, very anchored in family. So it does make me miss my family, and I am excited to see them when we do finally get home. But yeah, I remember because of our last name being Pissorio, I remember when I was younger because me, my brother and sister would be at home alone after school while my parents were kind of doing their transition, like dad would be leaving for work and mum wouldn't be home yet so we'd have to like make our little snacks and whatever and the phone would ring. I'd pick up the phone and these telemarketers would always be calling and they'd be like, Pissorio, like literally there was only two in the phone book at the time. This is still like the era of having phone books and they'd be like, are you Italian? And I'd be like, no. And it was, that was a running theme, actually. Everyone asked me if I was Italian because my last name doesn't sound Filo, which generally sounds more Spanish. I would love to do an ancestry chart because I swear, like emotionally, I feel like there's some Italian in this blood. Or maybe it's just like nature versus nurture, having watched so many TV shows and films. Yeah, I think also just having a lot of Italian friends. Again, Melbourne's very influenced by Italian culture, some of the places I moved out, like Carlton specifically, they're like three different houses, so very familiar with the culture. Actually, in grade, I think it was in, what year was it? I thought it was in early high school, maybe, or late high school, I read Looking for Alabandi by Melina Machetta, who's an Australian author. 
and it was all about identity and I think it really helped spark that conversation to me. There wasn't much representation available back then for like immigrants as there is now, not to say there wasn't any at all. There was a pretty iconic TV show that I used to watch called Heartbreak High, which apparently they're remaking. I don't know how that's going to go down, but the original one was quite an accurate portrayal of how I saw public school uh, in my experience, but also based in Sydney. Looking Valley Brandy was based in Sydney as well, which my last place I called home was Sydney. It was really, everything always reminded me of Looking Valley Brandy there, but it was very much about like a young Italian woman, Josephine Alibrandi and her kind of issues with not quite fitting in as an Italian immigrant around Australian culture, her kind of displacement and identity woes, dealing with her like hectic Italian family. I just felt like it related to it so much as I was growing up and I always thought one day I'd love to write a book like this. And you know what, it's never too late, it's still possible. I'm still trying to write that book. So we'll see how that comes along. But yeah, I definitely can relate to that migrant experience. I just feel very, very lucky to have been able to see things from the vantage point looking out onto the street. I mean, it's so hard to think about things three-dimensionally when you think about like movie magic and <laughs> TV magic where they're half the time they're on a set and they're doing these like street view shots but then reusing these like cuts when really most of, you know, The Sopranos was shot in a studio in Queens. Ironically, we're actually going there next. So keen to look down Queens Boulevard, big entourage fan. I know that hasn't dated so well, but I think it's very reflective of the truth of the Hollywood industry. So I do love that show and I love the friendships from the neighborhood. I think that's also really relatable. It was really cool to see things like looking from the driveway outwards and seeing the neighbors and thinking about like what it would have felt like when the cops would pull up or the garbage man would be there or, you know, all these different things to see it from the POV of the character. That was really cool. So definitely recommend a visit if you ever find yourself in New Jersey up this way, um, past Orange, 14 Alpine Drive. Don't forget it. Speak to you soon.